Hello there, nerds, and welcome to Crit Chat, where a group of DMs get together every single week and discuss the important things in life, like how hard it is to kind of like really subtly imply in your podcast that this one in particular would be really wonderful to like send to your friends and your family who would like to get into like D&D and DMing and thus like increase our viewer numbers. Wink. Just gonna have a wink. I wish there was visceral representation here because wink. Wink. Okay. Um, this week we have with us Alfred Clark, also known as Penny Blue. Hello. We also have with us Emily Kuklinski, otherwise known as the Punny Emily. Hello. And we have James, also known as Lord Mage. Hello. And me as your host, Ismay Hutton, also known as a Teacup Gamer. Uh, so this week we are talking about uh, how to prepare and run your first ever session of Dungeons and Dragons as a DM. Um, so, okay, so first off, I, I don't know about you guys, um, but this, when I'm talking throughout all this, it's going to be very do as I say, not as I did, um, because every single thing on my list of, like, things to do is also on my list of things I absolutely did not. Um, so, like, uh, what about you guys? Did you, how, how do you think that your first session as a DM went? Like, did, did it go well or poorly or... What what did you do? Well, we start James. How how did your first session go? Well, my first tabletop session went kind of very loose, so I was okay. And since they were all close friends, they're like, "Yeah, it was good. They had fun." <laughs> my first uh, virtual tabletop was a complete cluster mess up, <laughs> like crazy. Players went left, and I wanted them to go right. Players went right, and I wanted them to go left. They killed the wrong people. The story got all screwed up. Well, then I messed with time, and it never happened. Messing with time. Best way to fix the cluster that is the players. Cluster mess up was so precious. (laughs) In my case, now I I have a new Friday group. They're very heavy RPers. And I haven't had to use any of the mechanics that I used with all of my other games because they're playing it properly. They're, <laughs> they're, they're not forcing a story change. It's literally a true sandbox now instead of it being a really bad railroad. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Emily, how about you? How did your first uh, DMing experience go? Oh, uh, you know, <laughs> like... I'm so excited to lady. I know. I'm like, like I don't know if I know. <laughs> wild like I card. Know. I, I don't think I know. I didn't know about Emily until the cast, so she's gonna have to tell me at least. Um, you know, instead of telling you how it went, I'll tell you a similar experience when I first tried to make macaroni and cheese. And um, what happened was that I put all of the noodles in the in the pot before the water had boiled and somehow all the noodles became a bowl of noodles like a ball of noodles and i looked at it and i'm like how did i make this happen and i'm like oh well and then i put cheese over it thinking that the noodles would not be a ball anymore (laughs) and that did not happen (laughs) so i put it on my plate and i chipped away at the ball of noodles (laughs) so i would get little fragments of macaroni and cheese and although it was still mac and cheese, and I enjoyed it, it was not the experience I was intending. So that is how my first DM session also went. It was a ball of noodles that I had to chip away at. There was something so beautiful so, in there. 
using your analogy, which, which, which is the players, the cheese or the noodles? The cheese, I thought, was the players. At least the players made it palpable. Um, it made it edible. I'm so sorry for your ball of cheese. I know. Oh, God. <laughs> Although I love Food Network, I watch it, I think, so I can learn from it. I'm really excited for like our end advice on this podcast to be just like, oh no, you should you just watch the Food Network for advice on how to DM. It's pretty much the same deal. Fuck it. I'm not going to give any straight answers. I'm just going to refer to other analogies in my life. <laughs> Try to help people can put pieces together. <laughs> as long so as they're all Food Network related. To, is it safe to say you're so embarrassed by your first time DMing story, it's going to be all analogy? Stay tuned to find out. <laughs> We'll figure out after this commercial break. (laughs) Oh my god, I love it. Uh, Alfred, how about you? How did your first session go? Uh, I mean... I feel like mine wasn't uh, I, I like I don't have like a, a total horror story like uh-huh. <laughs> like the like the like the last two I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think it. I think it was good. I think I think it went better than probably the 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 first um, session of the my second campaign. Okay. I think because because the first time I like my first session, I just kind of decided to um, uh, make my own adventure. Um, going off of uh, advice that I'd found online. And also I'd been thinking about playing D&D for probably a few months before I got a chance to uh, run a game. Um, so I think, uh, you know, I, I guess what I'm saying is uh, listening to listening to a, a podcast that would give you advice uh, really helps with your first session. Uh, it's, yes. it's a very good thing to do. <laughs> you suddenly implied so uh, much better than I did. <laughs> That's so good. Um, but yeah, so uh, for, for, for me, um, I I decided that I wanted to DM uh, for like a couple of my friends, um, which well, it so it didn't go terribly bad, um, but it didn't go at all like I thought it would go. And also I was so hungover, I left to vomit twice. So like that was, that was not <laughs> ideal. <laughs> But other than that, it's like so much fun, right? I did it really smart and really good. Uh, but they were all hungover as well, so they were all like following me in, and it was a horrific day for all. Um, but with this <laughs> podcast, maybe your first experience isn't going to be vomit and burnt pasta. Who knows? So the first, <laughs> the first lesson that we're going to impart. <laughs> Is don't be hungover. I mean, I see. Here's the thing. I don't know that that's what made it bad. I know that it's what oh, okay. didn't made it not great. <laughs> but man, fuck it. Maybe maybe you should be drinking during it. I don't know. Make the tomorrow the hangover. Whatever. Um, I think that's the more common. Yeah. That's got to be the more common uh, Yeah. Case. Have, have a drink. Maybe you'll chilly the fuck out. First time, first DM tip. Just get drunk, I guess. Unless you're underage, please don't do that. This is a bad advice podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this is terrible advice, but it's also the advice that I would actually absolutely give, and I absolutely gave myself. Uh, my first session was in the back room of a pub. I did have a drink. It oh, was helpful. Aw, that's a nice place uh, to start. Yeah. Aw, 
That's fun. Yeah, it's fun. That's cute. I recommend. I recommend going to a pub. I've been meaning to. Uh, well, this is a this is an aside, but I've been meaning to do an open table at some point in that. Pub. Oh, that's cute. Um. Yeah. See, I was. We were thrown out of like the public venue that we had. We were just like the most thrown out. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh God. Okay. So. Uh, well. Okay. So my my first my first um advice for first time DMing, which is the number one thing that I did not do is just start small. <laughs> Your first session yeah. does not need to be ambitious. Just do like a nice, plan a nice first session where it's not you considering the entire world and everything in it. Like no one at that point is going to care about the whole world. Just figure out a nice little town or a nice little dungeon where you're going to do an adventure <laughs> because it makes it a lot easier yes. that way. Absolutely. The, 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 if, if I could screen share my notes right now, you would see <laughs> start small with three circles around it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think like I, I absolutely agree. I mean, I think everyone's going to agree with this. Um, but that's definitely why my first session was pretty, pretty successful, relatively successful. Because, yeah, it was just like I had a town. There were some people. There was a place with some monsters in it. Yeah, I think you 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 don't have to be afraid of um, being too simple. Like, uh, yeah. if if a player is new to D and D, firstly, if a player is experienced with D and D, they're going to enjoy playing D and D no matter what because it's D and D, and they already know they love it. If it's if you're playing with new players, um, everything is going to be fun if you just like if you just like do it do it uh, as well as you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if they meet one NPC and that NPC talks to them about their life, um, they're going to enjoy that if you're like role playing it a bit, you know? Yeah. Um, they don't have to be the linchpin in your uh, grand uh, political intrigue story. <laughs> yeah. And if they are, they're just going to be very confused. <laughs> kind of something mm-hmm. to expand on the start small mm-hmm. um, is the pre-made modules. They're, they, yeah. They work great. For someone who has no idea what story to tell, and a lot of times you get the maps and you have the NPCs, everything's already done. You just have to spend some time beforehand reading it to know how to step the players through the story. Yeah. And then you also have uh, the old Dragon Magazine Weekly. Like There would be like a little <laughs> one-shot that you could run in that magazine, and you uh. can get them for free online now. Oh, that's cute. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I love those magazines. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah, that's cool. The the one thing, the my first piece of advice is uh, give yourself a working knowledge of the rules ahead of time. Yeah. And <laughs> because I did not do that I, my first session. <laughs> well, I was about to say, I feel like the implied thing you're saying is I did not have a working knowledge of the rules when I started. I mean, I, I don't if have a working knowledge small. of the rules now. Like... <laughs> Like, I still have to familiarize myself with it. Right. Like, it's just so many rules. If you know what you're. (laughs) If you know that you're going to have. Rules, no. (laughs) If you're going to have your characters fall, it's probably a good idea to remind yourself how falling damage works. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah, that does. If you're going to get into combat, uh,. Maybe, you know, figure out what kind of a character your NPC is and know what kind of attacks that they would make. Uh, Mm. You know, just basic stuff. Write it down. Peruse Mm. the book or Google uh, 
top things you'll need to know because the DM screen that they provide you with doesn't really give you a lot of information. Oh which my I God. found out the hard way. Guys, it's time Tip for it's time for our like slam sheet. Screen. We're doing we're doing our like slam period of today's crit chat. The fucking original DM screen for fifth edition is the trashiest trash to ever trash. It sucks. Yeah, because it- <laughs> get <laughs> online and way. find a better one. Oh yeah, no, the I'm making my own. But I'm just like, oh, I don't need to know that my NPC is quirky. I need to know how. <laughs> You need to know how potions work. <laughs> like, oh uh, my god. This is great knowledge. Thank you, D&D, but Yeah, thanks. Like, like I know I like I I'm I've told people before like I suck at coming up with like NPC names, but god, I don't need like a third of my stupid DM screen taken up by Fred Whittlebacker. It's stupid. It's dumb and I hate it. Mm-hmm. Oh my oh. god. It, it's, it was the most frustrating thing because everyone told me, oh, just rely on your screen. And I'm like, oh, okay, I will. And then, guess who also didn't look at the screen beforehand? Uh, <laughs> I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. So we're just going to do a lot of talking and we'll do one battle. And that's going to yeah. be it. <laughs> mm. but, and we're going to battle on a flat, open surface. Yes. Right. Everyone's going to be named John or Susan. Yeah, oh yeah. This just can't be fun. Um, I think so. One of the things that uh, Alfred was saying uh, about like uh, the difference between like DMing for people that have played D anD D before, who already know that they love D anD D, and people who are like only just starting out as well. Um, I like. I think that one of like the great things about starting out as a DM with other people who haven't played D&D before uh, is that you get to learn together. I mean, it can be frustrating as hell, don't get me wrong, because none of you know what the fuck you're doing. Um, But it's also nice because you get to kind of learn together and you don't have to kind of pretend with them that you have any fucking idea what's going on. Um, which again, I did not do in my first DM session because none of us had played before, but I wasn't going to let them know that I had no idea what I was doing. I was just like, no, I'm, I'm very in control of all of this. I just, I just sat there and like cried internally the entire time. So be honest with your players and learn together. It's nice. (sighs) I'm going to let y'all into a little secret. I've Uh been DMing on and off for a couple years and I still don't know all the rules. But what does come in handy is knowing the conditions and how they affect your players. How many Mm -hmm. levels of exhaustion before they die or take hit point damage does come in handy. Yeah. I think it, yeah, uh, it, this will definitely probably tie, definitely probably uh, tie into um, whenever we manage to get an episode done on uh, like making your own DM screen. Um, but yeah, it's mm. I I think that it's yeah. it's difficult to know what you're going to need before you start your very first session because obviously you've never had to deal with it all before. But yeah, there. Yeah, I think. Ooh, go on. Um. Yeah. No. I. I. I think. Um. Yeah, on the topic of knowing the rules, definitely having uh, like I, you can print out pretty good um, pre-made um, GM screens online. Like that, that's a that's a problem that um, everyone has yeah. um, had in the past. So there's some really good ones that you can just take straight away as your first GM screen. Like you just print them out on A4 and um, yeah. stick them to 
something. (laughs) (laughs) I have one that's five pages that I found online. It's great. It's all the basics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that, yeah. I think one of of the things with the GM screen that is not super obvious uh, when you first start DMing, like, obviously people can, like, you know, the players know that there's information back there. It's not, like, cloaked to just the DM. Um, But, yeah, I think that the, the screen element is like overshadowed but no is no is undershadowed what is there an undershadowed here let me google it (laughs) thank (laughs) you um but like for you know like i i think that the important part of the dm screen is just that really basic easy information that you're going to need um so you you don't necessarily need the screen part you just need the things that tell you like your go-to knowledge crap that you don't want to lug about your huge fucking dm's handbook i think yeah and i want to i want to quickly go back to kind of kind of half go back to um you were saying about starter adventures and uh pre-made adventures um and i think the i I just want to shout out the starter set the uh lost minds of vandalver oh yeah um they they have a copy of uh, the basic rules um which are like a free they're, they're available for free um but i if you're worried about um learning the rules um I think reading the basic rules is really good, um, and, and if you and if you just get the, just get Van, Vandelver um, and nothing else when you start DMing, mm-hmm. um, I think you'll be in a pretty good place because the the it like it's not uh, super super long. You don't have to you know th- the book is scary because it's full of um, it's got all of the character classes, it's got all of the it's got all these random situations. It's got it's it's pretty exhaustive, yeah. and um, just having that little like it's like fifty pages or something that booklet. Um, and I think that's probably the best place to start. And everyone says that piece of advice, and no one does it. <laughs> no one I didn't does do it. it. No one <laughs> yeah. Does it. I and and I and I know people. If you're a first time DM and you're listening to this podcast, you're probably thinking, <laughs> you're no, "I'm not going to do that." <laughs> well, here's a, here's. I want to look at the big boy rule book, but don't, <laughs> don't be tempted, please. Here's it's an, so good. Here's another the, tweak on uh, your on your point. Um, the other thing you can do is do instead of. Diving deep into 5e, you know, try Pathfinder or D20 systems or D20 at all, because those systems are a lot less uh, rules heavy and more about the result of the D20. So for the new DM, it's just a matter of knowing how difficult on a 20-sided die do you want to make it? And then, of course, a lot of flavor text. And descriptive text. I like the deal. We had this on our um, our one shots episode as well. It's like the advice for today: just don't play D anD. d God damn it! <laughs> well, for first time DMing, yeah. Pathfinder is a great segue into the big deep ocean that is the five E DMG. But Lost Minds of Pandavler is a really good starter uh, session. And you could transition from that module easily into uh, Horde of the Dragon Queen and then Rise of Tiamat if you want a high-level challenge. Mm -hmm. I think for a first-time DM, the best tip, really, is to determine how strict are you going to be about the rules. Okay. How how quickly can a character die? How real do you want to make it? Because those things will tell you what your GM screen needs versus... Oh, I'm just going to tell a story, and we're going to see what happens, and leave it to this D twenty. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I get that. Like, because one, one of the the things that we were talking about for one of the epi- other episodes of like, it, it kind of like sucks in these early days. Because like, normally if you're going to like DM a session for the first time, you're probably going to have your players start at level one or three or, you know, something along those lines where they're still real squishy. Um, and I think like that first, that first session that you're going to do, it's very tempting to stick as close to the rules as humanly possible because, you know, that's, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what the DM does. But it also uh, sucks when your player's characters like die in the very first session. Um, so maybe, <laughs> maybe one of the advice things is stick a little bit outside the rules sometimes just to make sure that people have a good time this goes back to the whole fudging the dice thing yeah it's the one because um yeah they're a little squishy but you don't have to use all that damage against them yeah you can always go you took five points not 12 yeah the other thing i do is uh when i start new characters at level three i tell them since i'm starting you at level three you're taking max hit points for every level. You're not rolling it. So if okay. level 1 gives you 12, level 2 gives you 12, level 3 gives you 12. A little oh, less sad. squishy. A little less squishy. Cute. <laughs> that's cool. Um, that's kind of a nice idea. I'd, I'd probably do that. I, like, uh, in the, And yeah, I don't, I don't really like rolling for your max HP just like full stop. Just because that, that can suck. Um, but with the... Uh, oh, my, my Did you lose good. it? Yep. <laughs> What we're saying, yes, the, the 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 beginning stuff, yeah. So yeah, we're saying like don't um rule in favor of the players and don't like you know ruin their time uh, by murdering them um and like because the 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 rules especially if you're like starting a level one which uh, you know a lot of people do <laughs> and you will be doing if you use the starter set like I recommend <laughs> um yeah. you still like there's some stuff you just want to you just want to like not necessarily follow the rules sometimes like when it comes to instantly being killed uh if you you know if you go past a certain threshold of damage after you're knocked out um like maybe just don't do that um (laughs) just just have them knocked out and they're making saving throws and if you know if if they fail three saving throws and nobody helps them out um then you know don't you know pull that punch do say you know you guys, um, you're this one of you is dead. Yeah, <laughs> because you didn't help him. Um, and uh, you know, because because you do want people to be coming in and uh, learning how to, like, what the game is about. And um, you know, you 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 want them to learn that the the world is dangerous. I guess if 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 that's you know how you're going to continue. Yeah. 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 And also and also just uh, as a like another thing like talking about not using all of the damage you can do like I, I i think that like yeah reducing the damage you're doing behind the screen is pretty good um but still make sure you're uh like making sure your enemies are believable mm-hmm. and uh they are being dangerous and like if you've got some goblins um and they've got bows and you're uh, th- then they're gonna like they're not gonna let you run up to them they're gonna like keep their distance and keep trying to shoot you and they're gonna target the squishy people in the party because um because they're goblins and you know they want to win the fight they don't want to they're, they're they're trying to be cunning and yeah well yeah the other the other tip which kind of ties into what you just said is let your players make your job easier i had a, uh, an encounter designed they've already played it um it had a few flying animals a little bit a few pirates and whatnot 
And, you know, I had the sheets all started out. And the player said, can I roll a nature check to know what this animal is? He rolled a natural 20. So I said, sure. And I gave him the handout so he could look at it. The first word out of his mouth, watch out, everyone. These things attack in packs. All of a sudden, I'm going, oh, there's like 12, 12 of them. Uh, 12 <laughs> birds, all of a sudden, attacking them in packs. And, you know, by the end of the you know encounter, they were all like so afraid of more birds. Like, every <laughs> time I'm like, you hear this squall yeah. in the distance. They're like, where are the birds? They're literally like looking up saying, can I see a bird? Where's the bird? <laughs> you know, I, I get them really scared. Finding Nemo has never been say. the same. And now, now they'll never think of a, those birds the same. <laughs> player, first time DMing advice, just give your players the fear. Just like spook the living bejesus out of them. Fuck the, trick it. Is, the trick is, is for me, because since I've been, since I'm homebrewing all the monsters, some of my monsters have a little bit of a higher armor class, a little bit of a higher or lower damage, and sometimes they have a damage immunity against the player who can shoot a rifle that has thunder in it. So it makes them a little yeah. more worrisome, and you know about mechanics, and they start thinking tactically. They try to think outside the box, and I love that. I love when I go. Well, here's my beautiful scenario set up, and they actually think of the perfect way around it, and they work together as characters, not as players. They stay immersed in the in the scene, and they walk away going, "We've earned it." Like I literally, they got done that in that whole exchange, and they went collectively, "Oh," like I heard that all of a sudden their characters made that sigh of relief. Yeah, and it was beautiful. No, I just gotta get them to do that every week. Yeah, I was gonna say like my like first time DM advice. That sounds like the dream scenario. Shoot for the stars, but you're probably gonna land in the mud. I'm guessing because <laughs> a lot of time it's like herded the, cats. The, the main the main trick is is um, be familiar enough with the story that you're wanting to tell, whether it's exactly Lost Minds with Van Dabbler or a completely different version of that. Be familiar enough with it to where you can go, I don't need this character to stay alive. Not player character, NPC. <laughs> or, like, uh, make the biggest mistake I did when I the first time I ran Horde of the Dragon Queen. Um, I didn't know how the story was supposed to progress, so I kind of homebrewed how they got to uh, Greenrest and had the fight with the dragon. What was supposed to happen is at a certain point, these characters were actually supposed, these monsters, these enemies were supposed to leave. They stayed and fought them. I was like, oh crap. They just killed the bad guy who was supposed to be the bad guy in the next part of the story. So I was like, oh, change the name, move on. Because, mm -hmm. you know, if I stuck to the true meaning of their actions affect the world, then all of a sudden this enemy's dead now. Okay, yeah. that encounter's done with. You guys just got done through three chapters in one encounter. Yeah, one of one of the biggest things of uh being a DM like at that first time of DMing, it's just be like it, it's hard to be prepared for the unpreparable, but things are probably gonna go kind of wrong, and like that's not your fault. That is also not. Uh, a failure of you DMing that means that you're DMing right if your if your players do the exact opposite of everything that you've ever wanted them to do. That's our job. <laughs> Don't be afraid to think the following phrase. God damn it! Yeah. Don't be afraid to 
to realize that's not what you wanted them to do. And yeah. Even better, think on your feet. Um, mm-hmm. And here's a stupid suggestion, and I've been doing it lately. Watch comedians and stand-up and improv. All those types of media. Because mm-hmm. they'll get your juices firing to where you will be able to think on your feet and fix the problems. But spe- speaking of our uh, our improv lovers, I don't know. I don't know where to... <laughs> my segues are terrible. Uh, Emily! <laughs> <laughs> Do advice, whatever. <laughs> Shut up, I tried. Speaking of um, our improv, we have a great punny Emily. Yeah, we have on. a great improv motherfucker. I, I was I was trying to think of like another word. I oh, know I didn't have it. I didn't have anything. Emily, what what advice you got for us? What's the deal with rule books? No! Am I right? <laughs> the um, least improv ever. <laughs> At least I I don't I stand up for what I believe in. Ah, ah no. I have no, a rubber chicken. No. I'll buy one. A no, bow tie. Oh wah, wah, wah. Um I'm gonna shut the podcast down. <laughs> a lot of my advice is gonna be rules related and it's just because I'm a I'm 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 a rogue in re- <gasps> not I don't know, I'm a nerdy rogue and sometimes I don't like doing homework. But here it goes. Um, <laughs> the, I think that my best piece of advice is to create an adventure and DM to your level first. Like regardless of whether you have really experienced players with you or if you have like beginners, um, cater the adventure to you as you're beginning so that way you don't get overwhelmed. Because the more that you're concerned about your players enjoying themselves and the more you're concerned about, like, making sure that the story makes sense and blah, 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 well, then you're going to kind of falter and you're going to do what I kind of did with the macaroni and cheese analogy. And (laughs) (laughs) you're going to try to add breadcrumbs and, like, other stuff to mac and cheese that's in fancy mac and cheese maybe some truffles and you don't know how to do that yet and uh <laughs> and you kind of want to feel out what your style is before you really get into the adventure like i always tell my players like regardless now i've been dming for a little bit but i'm still shaky with rules i always warn them i'm like okay the first couple of sessions are going to be getting used to your characters and it's going to be me getting used to the way that you play so I can better cater my style to you guys. And so like the first okay. two or three sessions are a little bit like uh, a pilot episodes, like where everyone's making sure that they understand how their character's going. And I'm making sure that I'm walking through all the rules that I am shakiest with, which are going to be like, um, you know, saving throws. It's going to be, contest roles um and that kind of stuff so the the more you can kind of prepare yourself to be familiar with those things you can cheat a little bit and do that i think you'll feel better um yeah and then too like sometimes when you get experienced players players are always going to be so much more experienced than you are because they know the ins and outs of their characters and you don't Mm -hmm. and that's fine because that's not your job your job isn't to 
know every single facet of a rogue or every single facet of a wizard. Because if you have all those wizarding spells memorized, how did you survive school? Because <laughs> there are so many. And <laughs> I many. always play wizards. And I always forget what they do. Because okay. I'm a nincompoop. <laughs> there's, there's too many things. There's too many. So, like, yeah. uh, if you're if you have a player who wants to play like a different kind of a character that isn't in the regular handbook, like there's something homebrewed that they found online, you're allowed to tell them no, or yeah. yes, but we're gonna take things real slow because you can also best suggestion ever. Like yeah. That. Like uh, no is the best tool ever. Unlike an improv, <laughs> you're yeah. encouraged to say no, because uh, and you can even like slow down how fast they're leveling up, so that way you can get used to the you can like get yourself really situated. So you're like, oh, you're playing Shrek. How do your <laughs> skills work, Shrek? How does the get out of my swamp facet work? You know, like. Okay, you can talk with donkeys. <laughs> what? Um, what happened? <laughs> All of a sudden, I was envisioning Shrek making mac and cheese. Ooh, there's your Using campaign mushrooms. right there. <laughs> so, yeah. It, remember, it's your first time. You're gonna be nervous. Yeah. You're gonna fumble a little but the slower yeah. you are the more anticipation you build and that has been your shrek advice from <laughs> oh i shrek and that's enough pun. out of you i did a pun i did a pun did you hear it did you hear my pun i bye i did I a pun did. no it's too late no you're gonna have to re-listen to it because that's the oh. only time i'm ever gonna do it bye nerds Hey there, friends, it is Ismay, your best friend in the world, and talking at you in the middle of this episode. How are y'all doing? Uh, thanks for staying with us uh, through uh, the part where we talked about Shrek and uh, destroyed your ears with that thing that happened. Um, it, it, this episode gets weird in like a lot of places, but like you know, if you've been listening to the show more than just today then you'll know that that's kind of the norm. So in, enjoy this. I don't think that we talk about demon fucking as much this time. Or maybe we do. I'm just, I'm in the middle of editing this. Uh, like, I, I can't remember if we talked about demon fucking at all in this episode, but I'm going to put on bets that we did. And if we don't, then I did right now. So we're still on trend and on brand. Anyway, so uh, next week, just so that everyone knows, there's not going to be an episode up. Um, my ass is going to be down in England, which does not have my setup. Uh, and so, you know, I don't want to give these chuckle fucks my password to my Twitch channel, which is what would be needed for them to do it on their own. Uh, because I trust none of them. I trust not a single one of them, and I trust them even less since... St I feel like I trusted them more before I actually talked to them but then i started doing a podcast with them and the trust just decreased with every passing moment i love them all but oh my god 
Uh, as for plugs this week, we've got uh, Alfred's uh, Twitch channel. He's down as Penny Blue. So Penny is in a shiny, lovely penny and blue, like the color blue. Um, he does his Twitch channel. I think he's playing Morrowind a lot right now. So go over there and support our sweet, sweet boy. Um, also, you can support your sweet, sweet other boy, me, Ismay, on A Teacup Gamer, as per usual, where I play stream stuff and... Fuck it, maybe I'll do Morrowind. Maybe I'll fucking chomp on Alfred's flavor. Maybe I'll chomp on that flavor. Uh, <laughs> my brain's gone to shit today. Um, other than that, it's just our usual shit. You can download this episode on our SoundCloud. You can follow us on there and share from there and like us from there. Uh, it's probably a good place to send it to your friends if you think that they would be interested in this. Uh, I did say at the beginning in kind of a joking way, but this is probably a pretty good episode, I would say, for people who are doing first-time DMing. That's the whole point of the episode, so I would hope that it is. But, you know, if you've got, like, a friend or a family member or someone that you know would like to start doing the whole DM thing, maybe send this their way and, like, give them, give them a little bit of help, because it's a, it's a daunting task. And anyone that starts doing DMing, it's, it's an intense time. So anything that makes it just a little bit easier is... So good. So very good. Uh, we're also on iTunes. If you want to find us there, you can go on. It will be under Crit Chat in the podcast tag. Uh, if you want to, like, give us a review there and, like, say say some nice shit about us. Or don't say some nice shit about us, but please say some nice shit about us. Otherwise, I'll find you. If you want to find us on our Discord, you can go into the description for wherever you're listening to this. It will probably be there. A nice little link to, you know, talk to us and you can ask us questions and maybe suggest things that you want to see on future episodes. And that would help us out a lot. And then you, you also get to ch- talk to us and we're like awesome, amazing people. Why wouldn't you want that? But that's it for now. As always, you can watch us live on Tuesdays at 5pm GMT on A Teacup Gamer, other than tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Other than next week. I got there eventually. Uh, because again, I'm gonna be down in England. But every other every other time you'll be, you know, you can you can come and join in, talk to us live, and you, you might get a shout out on the show if you chat in the chat. Which is always nice. <laughs> anyway, I'll see you all later. Much love. Goodbye. But yeah, no, I think that that's really good advice of, like, the the kind of, like, you don't need to know everything. Like, yeah, when players players know their characters better than you know them, and th- you they know them better than you have to know them. Like, you you don't, like, for, for writing story arcs and shit, it's good to know, like, your, your uh, player characters' backstories and shit like that. Um... But they sh- they should be the ones that kind of handle their own characters. You've got a million other things to think about. Um, and it, yeah, I think that, that that's also pretty daunting when you start out, when you're like creating NPCs who do have um, like player character-esque abilities. So like if you're, um, if you're big baddie in the session is like a wizard, then you have to know all about how to be a wizard. Um, so my, my suggestion is do not use that in the first session. Like it, like as, <laughs> as the game goes on, yeah, sure. Like have some kind of player character-esque, uh, things that are going to be enemies. Um, but it just like make, make your first ever session as easy on yourself as possible because it's already quite a lot of information that you have to process. So it's a lot better for you if you just kind of 
you know, throw them some kobolds and like give them <laughs> give them some like elementals or whatever. Who cares? Like find things that are in the um the my mind is my monster manual. There you go. Um, find things that are in the monster manual because they've got all that you need about those characters instead of you having to come up with a fully fleshed out basically another player. Uh, something that I found that can also help you a little bit is, um, and this is more um, maybe if you're playing with a mixed kind of part, mixed bag of beans, where you're <laughs> magic beans, where. <laughs> This is my new voice. This is my new voice for the podcast. It's gonna be here the entire time. Okay, guys. We should do. You should. We yeah. There should be some episodes where everyone is in character for the entire episode. That would be be so choice. But in character is who? Is people that give better advice? Because I would love to be that. I just can't. I'm I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play the new DM who has no clue what any of y'all are talking about. What was that? I heard What's critical. I heard nude DM, and I'm like, you can do that. It's your fucking house. I don't see you. It's fine. Uh, I'm not here to police your body. Well, uh, I, I know, you know. I know what teacup is thinking about. Mm-hmm. Play to your comfort level. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, Emily. Oh god. Oh, see, I'm really glad that there's no character voices for that part because I can only imagine that that would sound like a very specific pervert, and I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad in my heart and my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine a halfling would have said that. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> there, was, there was some advice before it was derailed. Here. Hi. Well, I'm, I'm here. I do have a, another thing of advice. And I'm very proud because I think this is my ooh. second time ever giving real advice. And um, I'd like to think. You had a thing about pasta before? Like, <laughs> I feel like that was advice somehow. Thank Might have been more of a cookbook. I don't know. <laughs> Sizzle it up with Emily, and uh, I'm I'm taco, but like <gasps> nicer. I think. I'm, oh no! Uh, Sorry. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna cry about that for a little while. What's your advice? Not as good as taco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um. Oh. <laughs> oh. In my defense, you had 69 episodes to develop, and I've not. 69! Nice! Nice. Um, Nice! Anyway. Yeah. (laughs) What is your other good advice? Be prepared to take a lot of notes. (laughs) Yeah. My other good advice, madam, is uh, if you're playing with a mixed bag of beans of humans who have different experience levels with D&D, I have found that sometimes. the more experienced players uh and it, it helps out a lot with me because i forget rules a lot but with more experienced players they'll either have more meta knowledge or if you're like in the middle of like a combat they'll uh they'll kind of correct they'll they'll auto correct a couple of times for you so yeah um if you want to be able to maintain a little bit of mystery or if you want to maintain like you're the expert at least it with one thing <laughs> I, I, I find that I will usually like create like a magic item or I'll create a monster because then they can't correct me on the monster and they can't, ha- <laughs> they can't, 
they can't have meta knowledge of it. So it's like, um, <laughs> because how the hell are they supposed to know how to defeat Lord Farquaad? They don't know. They don't know. And you're like, <laughs> it's going too tricky. Or, or in my case, the, the first monster's name was Larpy. Larpy? I couldn't help it. But, yeah, I, I told them, session zero, all of my monsters are going to be custom versions. Not exactly what you think <laughs> yeah. of in the monster manual. So if you think it has pack tactics, doesn't mean it has pack tactics. And well, the one player was like, they attack in packs. Oh, okay, then they're going to attack in packs. I, mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I feel like <laughs> like this... This advice is straight out of like when you're in um, like elementary school when you're playing rock paper scissors and someone's like, um, no, this uh, this move is um, the bomb move. It gets every other move, so you don't you I don't know the rules fuck. to this. It's fine. Hi, I'm a kindergartner. <laughs> but yeah, no, it wor- it works really well too. Like I, I think it yeah, it can definitely help and hinder to have people that are very well versed in D and D. Um, because yeah, as you're saying, like it's it's great for like you know if if you've got if you're a bit patchy on the rules sometimes, and they're like okay, uh, this this is how it works, so that you don't have to spend like five hundred years scrabbling in the DM's guide. Mm-hmm. Um, but it can get really annoying with all your meta knowledge, just being like, mm, well, uh, actually, well, actually, you know. Um, so it's. They're they're a they're a, a resource that can be used, but they're also a resource that will um, make you want to rip your fucking hair out sometimes, <laughs> which is nice. That that actually leads into uh, what was I, what I was gonna say. Yeah. Don't be afraid to in the moment make a ruling and then look it up later. I think that that, that that's really good for like for for your first spe- uh, like episode in particular because first year works. worth of DMing. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was gonna say more <laughs> later. <laughs> Just pretend. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, I absolutely agree with that. I mean, you, you know, <clears throat> at the end of the day, you couldn't, you, there, there, there are numbers for how much fall damage you took from that fall, but like, mm-hmm. we could just roll a d10 and yeah. we'll see. Like, you know, it's, it's fine. They're, they're, everyone's, you know, everyone's newish or everyone knows that you're new. Yeah. So. It's like, and gravity can get deadlier over time. Fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> like, you're in a yeah. magical fantasy This week, de- gravity is 100% more deadly yeah, than last week. <laughs> this week, it's because your character picked up another 10 pounds. What are you going to do? Uh, uh, Alfred, do you have uh, any more advice for us? Uh, sure. So we've talked a little bit about um, your kind of, kind of your first, um, your first adventure and... Um, preparing uh, uh, yeah I, I mean I, I guess i'll pass it around um to ask about everyone's tips on like sort of that uh kind of what to what to prepare this is kind of uh this kind of, I, th- I think it's good to it would be good to reiterate some of the stuff we talked about on the preparation episode um yeah if this is like yeah. a one-stop shop first time dm like i think it's really important to like you you should you should uh you know look up some ideas about uh what you're going to design or what you're going to prep because like whether or not you're using a pre-prepared adventure there's going to be some uh, you know you've got to prepare it in some way um yeah but i i really like uh a, a one tip that will uh, that is really good for helping you engage your players because 
engage like engaging your players uh, almost feels like not not as important <laughs> after you've been worrying about dming for a while like if you spend ages and yeah. you're thinking about story you're thinking about uh like encounter balance and stuff it, you're you're you're, you're you kind of it you honestly kind of forget um that you've got you've got to engage these people uh in your world somehow <laughs> and everyone has to have yeah. a good time um so a thing that i think is really helpful is the um thinking about um your five senses um when you're when you're coming up with rooms and dungeons and creatures uh, and places um having like trying to think of uh, like which like a couple of different uh, senses that you want to evoke like how does this creature smell you open this door and the smell comes out uh, maybe it's you know it's really dark or the torches are flickering so the shadows are dancing on the walls and you know going through yeah. going through all the different senses is going to make it uh really um it's going to pull people in uh really well and uh i think i think that's kind of an easy thing to do in preparation and do a similar thing with uh npcs as well like um but with like role playing notes to yourself yeah just having those like couple of um couple of words like a couple of personality traits or like you know a a a physical quirk that they have uh, so that you can just do that and you don't have to think that up on the spot um but when you when when the players come up against uh, uh, to an npc and you know you you start talking as that npc and you're like continuously rubbing your ear or something um as a nervous tick yeah. that this character has then you know it makes it more real and people are going to be pulled in and um yeah i think that's a very quick easy thing uh that you can do um to make everyone to to make the whole thing seem very very like good like it will seem like you're a very good dm <laughs> if you are yeah. getting excited uh having little ticks for your characters and uh describing all like five senses and having details for your rooms and uh yeah the i, I like that a lot like the making sure that the the players are engaged and like they can kind of see the world around them because uh, i think that becomes more second nature like as you play a bit more yeah. Um, but it's always nice to, to like bring them in in that first thing to let them know that it is a nice little fantasy world. Um, I'd say for, for me when I, um, my kind of advice of like how much to prepare for the first episode, uh, for like the first time that you, um, DM even, um, like I'm me and this is my advice for like a lot of things, but I would say to over prepare, in this kind of microcosm. So like if if you you know that there's going to be you know a time where your characters are going to want to talk to other people, just have like a little list of character names so that's just one less thing that you have to worry about on the day. Um or like you know just like just like little things that make your your life a little bit easier like you know what um what what shops are in the town that they're in or like how far it is to get from one to the other just like little things that mean that you don't have to kind of struggle um because i think that it it definitely gets easier over time to to make shit up on the fly but in that first one it can sometimes feel like if you don't know all the answers then you're kind of you're like failing at it whereas one you're not but also, it makes it just, like, a little less stressful if you do have a lot of the answers. Um, I think one of the other things that's very important, um, though mo most, I'd say mostly for if you are getting together with other people who haven't played a lot of D&D &D before, to kind of get them 
interested in it uh, is to find one thing in the little story that you're telling for this like first or first two sessions um, find one thing in that story that's going to engage with each of the player's characters um, it's helpful if your uh, players have come up with like a little bit of a backstory but if not if they've not come up with anything just little things like when they they see an NPC that you want them to enjoy just pick one arbitrarily and be like oh it reminds you of a friend that you used to have from childhood um, in which case your asshole players would be like, oh, I had no friends in childhood and yeah. just ruin your life. But hopefully you don't have those friends. <laughs> hopefully you've well, made good choices with friends. Well, if he says he had he had no friends in childhood, the reason why is you were the bully and this guy was the guy who stopped you. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. Like, like just give them, give each of the, the player characters a little reason why they should engage with your story um because it again it makes it a hell of a lot easier because it means that you don't have to deal as much with the um, the players being like oh i want to do entirely a different story oh also in that first session don't be afraid to tell them hey this is my first time can you please just do the story that i've written like it is that it's railroading in its like truest form but at the same time this is your first session. You've come up with a nice story for these people. It like being honest with them and asking them to kind of respect that goes a long way. Um, because yeah, just just mm. help them help you make it like the easiest it can be. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it, it like you shouldn't think of it as railroading to be like, okay, we're all sitting down to play D and D for the first time. We know that we're going to go on an adventure. We're going to save someone from goblins? Question mark. Um, <laughs> Chris, but like, goblins. you should be like, you know, when when if they're all sat at the tavern and someone comes in and says, you, you know, danger. Some someone someone someone's <laughs> someone's been hurt. Uh, then everyone should be like, let's go and see what's wrong. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know, just if you if you if there's like a gold reward and someone's in peril, then you know, you should like your players should be uh, happy to just go along with it. Um, and if they're if they're being you know awkward about it, then you know, you can just talk to them. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think that's See, important. I, I I'm a big big believer in you know to borrow uh, uh, Emily's uh, an- analogy earlier. You know, the players are walking in the forest and all of a sudden this ogre comes out and goes, get out of my swamp. <laughs> you know, you have an idea for how the story starts, not the hooks for the characters to pull them in, but how the story starts. Because mm-hmm. obviously they're going to interact with that ogre and figure out what's going on. And they're going to find out the big bad guy is Farquaad. Mm-hmm. And obviously they don't know who, how to defeat Farquaad or what to do to defeat Farquaad. Then, of course, you know. <laughs> You gotta bring in donkey and you know, and the pasta's burning that's a whole other and ball like of we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> don't be afraid to pretend like you don't know what you're doing because most likely it's true. Yeah. <laughs> but in terms of preparing, you definitely want to prepare for however long you think that session is going to be. If you're planning for two hours, double plan because <laughs> players will go through what you think is two hours worth of material. Mm-hmm. easily 
or or they'll be stuck at one bit for one million years. Yeah, if you're like me and you're really bad with the environmental descriptions, sit down ahead of time with a recorder that describes the main dungeon that they're in. Record a bit of the scene, hit play, pause it, and when they get to the next set, continue it. It works really well okay. to help with storytelling and to okay. keep your breath, your voice from drying out. <laughs> Especially if they make you play for four hours. That's interesting. Why aren't you doing like eight hour sessions? What are you, what? (laughs) My weekly sessions start at 4 p.m. my time and run and, or I should say, have ran until midnight. Okay, that's fine. Mind you, mind you, my game is a heavy RP, so it's a lot of them talking. Yeah. And occasionally they might interact with an NPC, or if they're doing a quest, and then there's a little bit more <laughs> me. And have at least three random encounters because you might need them. I I have an additional yeah. piece of advice. Oh, go! Actually, fuck this! <laughs> Don't do the eight hour <laughs> session your first time. I'm so sorry. No. I just wanted to as make a, a first quick timer. Joke. As a first oh, yeah. timer, you <laughs> set a hard limit uh, session zero that oh. says. My session, I'm so new, I don't want to run a session that's more than two hours. So regardless of where you're at, two hours into the game, we're done. Okay, yeah. And then obviously get feedback from your players at the end of every session. Because if someone's a little salty with how they felt, and, and the more experienced players will tell you openly, this was boring for me, or I really liked this, or I really hated this, or the ones that don't want to communicate with you are probably going to not last long. The ones that are communicating with you will be in that game for the long term. Uh, just, just really, really quick before we get to some some of the uh, planning advice from Emily. <laughs> we got <laughs> someone put an Admiral Apathy in chat uh, asking if anyone had to accidentally kill off a player's character because they're a nuisance or would not play the story. And boy, <laughs> I'm going to... I'm also going to recommend to you uh, two episodes, like um, two episodes previous to this one. Um, there's there's a plot twist like no other, and it's beautiful. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend you go and listen to that episode because it's fucking spectacular. The quick answer is uh-huh. yes. I've had to kill off a player character because the character was annoying as fuck. And the player was a dick. Yeah, it ain't that hard to kill off a character. <laughs> it's just. Stop fudging the dice. Make the monster strong, so this way you can say that that there's no way he hit me for that much damage. You click a button, boom. Yes. See, hey, look, more damage. And it's mud now. Oh dear. But anyway, yeah, Emily, how much how much should we prepare for our first episode? Uh, I I think that you should uh, get into your mind palace first. So that's probably gonna take you up to four hours. Ah! Oh, oh silence your dog. Oh, no. I disagree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Your dog is sad and doesn't want you to go in there. It's had bad trauma. Spike, how do you feel about dungeons? Separation anxiety. Oh, he's he's he's, he's twitching. Uh, oh, uh, I would say, uh, you know, about a week before your first session, um, like don't cram for your exam. You know what I mean? Uh, but like, <laughs> work through like what you want to accomplish in that first session. Look at adjacent rules to it. Don't feel like you have to adhere. Like if you're even using Fendolin, like the, the the starter pack, like don't feel like you have to stick with that all the time. And just go at your own pace. 
feel it. Feel good about yourself. Because positivity is great. Right, Spike? Spike agrees. <laughs> that is Spike Doggo approved. Right, puppy? Yeah. Yeah. Only bark when it's a oh. nuisance. But he's a good puppy. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. He's he's, he's like he's like a always secret member of this podcast. I love it. Yeah, listen out for his little collar jingle. There it goes. Oh yeah. Oh, don't worry. I know all about the collar jingle in the post production. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's cool. Um, but yeah, that we're probably gonna have to start wrapping up now. Uh, so let's do let's do some last advice. This has been the first one in a little while where we've been able to do some last advice things. So. We've got our trusty D4 out to make people unhappy. Let's go. Uh, Emily, you're up first. You, you just did some oh. shit, but what is your, your roundup for uh, your first time of DMing? My uh, part two to my roundup would uh, probably be that I would kiss Super Mario at any time that I could. Um, <laughs> that was someone in chat. So, just in case that was even more out of nowhere than most of the shite that comes out of this podcast. Um, I mean, yeah, him, Toads. Maybe not Toad, because I don't know what his head actually is. So that's my first thing. Oh, no, we don't, no. We don't get into Toads. No. Toads are terrifying. Okay. Um, but my real piece would be, uh, I just suck at rules. So just, like, look at the rules and, um... Yeah, just do as Spike does. If you don't know, shake your head. Uh, and don't be af- <laughs> Sometimes silence is okay. Like, if you have to take a minute to look through your rule book, like, either just tell, like, players to talk amongst themselves or, like, have it, make it a competition to see who can find it in the rule book first. <laughs> or just, you know, say, fuck it. And, like, do whatever shit you want because you're cool. And I'm cool because I use per bad language. So <laughs> do the cool kids way of playing D and D with no rules. No rules are cool, kids. Rules I can cool. ride my bike with no handlebars, without a strength check Ooh. or dex check. Ooh. But wear a helmet because we're not immune to danger. Okay. You can't be cools without rules. <laughs> New shirt. Oh, that's our third T-shirt, and it's the worst one, and it will be. <laughs> Just in circulation forever. No one is going to buy it. But I will. I'll love it. Uh, as long as cools and rules are both spelled with a Z. Otherwise, fuck off. Uh, yes. But, okay. So, next up on the advice train we got. Uh, Alfred, you're up next. Yeah, the, the with the rules, definitely just, like, spend some time with the basic rules. Um, even if you've bought the player's handbook, probably. <laughs> because everyone does that. Um, the basic rules are available for free online, um, and you can just spend time g- going through those because they are not um, crazy long. Um, uh, but then when you're playing, you, d- you don't spe- don't worry about spending loads of time uh, looking up rules. If you can think of something that sounds sensible, uh, just do that and then look, at, look it up later. Um, if, you're, if you really want to, then that's fine as well. You know, no one's going to mind if you... Uh, you know you're playing for four hours no one's gonna mind if you uh take two minutes to <laughs> look something up uh but yeah past that just uh spend some time making a small small scale a small scale dungeon uh or adventure yeah. um i think that your first session it's a good idea to try to just get like some combat stuff and some 
uh, role play stuff, uh, like have an, have an opportunity for people to talk to each other and NPCs, and also have give people the opportunity to have some fights or explore a little tiny dungeon or something in your first session. Um, because you're learning, uh, but also it's everyone's first uh, first chance to try the game. Uh, well, maybe. <laughs> this might be the case. I don't know. Um, but if everyone's if it's if if it's if everyone's a new player, then you know, you wanna you wanna try the all like the all the kind of like broad stuff that D and D does, and the combat is a big part of D and D. Yeah. yeah. Show, show them everything D and D has to offer. Um, okay, so next up we've got uh, James. That's you. Well, since all the advice has been in the episode, I think I'm gonna <laughs> remind everyone: um, don't be afraid to say no um, at all. Um, no to specific uh, races. Heck, you could even say, look, uh, it's my first time DMing. I, I don't want to have anything but these races. Players will adapt to what your limitations are. Obviously, you can say, heck, I don't know. I'm not comfortable with it. So it's a no yeah. for now. Look it up later. Uh, so, okay, my, my last piece of advice. Um, I, I think I'm going to go on a just, I'm going to go on like, my yoga shit now just be like cool to yourself my dude like this doing starting dming is pretty daunting um especially if like you don't really know what you're doing um maybe it might be even your first time playing D D. um but even if it's not it's going to be daunting the first time that you do it um like you don't you don't have to know every single thing right off the bat give yourself a wee break be honest with your players, let them make your job easier if it's at all possible. And, you know, like it, it's D&D is designed to have fun. Like I'm not going to be DMing if I'm not having a good time with it. So try just just try and make the session something that you would like to play. Um, and in the session, be, be like be chill on yourself. Like it's probably going better than you think it's going it just is because it, as long as you're me, you're your own worst enemy when it comes to thinking that your things suck. You're doing great. You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> just keep doing you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, that's that's gonna be it for this session. Um, uh, Alfred, you wanted to plug your things for us. <laughs> sure. So uh, I am uh, Penny Blue on Twitch. Uh, I've I've been streaming a little bit recently. Um, mostly as an excuse to yeah. play more games more single player games that i don't usually play so yeah i'm playing morrowind it's fun you should come along yeah morrowind is the tits but yeah go go check out penny blue and let, let's just play some games and stuff mostly morrowind because morrowind is one of the greatest games <laughs> of all time um and also if you're if you're on the lookout for twitch channels you can find my twitch channel at a teacup gamer um where you can watch me play games uh i'm mostly playing runescape right now um and anything else i can get my grubby little mitts on uh i just i just like games um but yeah so where wherever you're listening uh, you can go into the description to find our discord channel to join, join in the wee discussions um as well as a link to our soundcloud where you can listen to our previous episodes in which we discuss how uh sometimes we murder our players because we don't like them uh, and you can find them there you can give us a like on there you can give us a follow on there you can share it around from there uh, you can also find us on iTunes by searching Crit Chat in podcasts and give us a five star review for the five star show we should also be on 
um, other like podcast apps that rip it off of iTunes and you can listen to it there. Um, but yeah, if you want to listen to us live, you can find me on, you can find us on a teacup gamer Twitch. Um, and you can find us live every Tuesday at 5 p.m. GMT, apart from plot twist, not next week because I'm on holiday and these, these chuckle fucks don't have the access to my account. So we're taking a break next week. Um, but other than that, you can find us every Tuesday at 5 p.m. GMT. Until then, I have been Ismay. I've been Alfred. I've been Emily and Spike. <laughs> and I've been James. And you have been listening to Crit Chat. See you later. Join us live on Twitch, Tuesdays at 5pm on A Teacup Gamer.